I'm Matthew Batten, and I am Tater. I am Luke Quignone, and I'm Tater. Yo soy mi Malte, y yo soy Tater. Welcome back to the We Are Tater podcast. This is your host, Freddie, accompanied by my brother. And today we have a very special guest, Jan Gomes. Jan has been a Tater activist since we pretty much started the company or when we, when we became uh, certified for major leagues. Uh, he's been with us for the last four or five years, repping the brand at the highest level. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about him. Yeah, well. Jan's been in around World Series champ, but uh, we're happy to have him on with us on the on the team, man, as one of our guys. So without further ado, Jan. What's going on, guys? Hey, thank you guys for having me. You guys have been awesome uh, through my career, so I'm excited to get to chat with you guys. Yeah, and um, I'm glad to have you on. And and for everyone, this is a no, you know, so no, this is going to be an open forum. So we haven't planned what we're going to talk about or or anything like that. And uh, Jan, Jan has been, man, you've been instrumental to our growth in the sense of uh, believing in us because I still remember the day that we sent you the uh, sample bat when G was like, hey, uh, you want to send a sample to, to, to Jan? And I was like, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I mean, I remember the, I still remember the spring training uh, email from the clubhouse for the first order. I think you were actually like the second order we've ever gotten for for an MLB uh, spring training order, but uh, you want to you want to fill in the folks on like maybe your first experience with Tater and and how that was, whether it was with G or or even when we met. I mean, whichever you feel. More yeah, you yeah. Um, so, because uh, I had some time to think about it, I think it was um, so. To kind of background, Guillermo, I kind of go back and forth with him. Uh, he lives here in Knoxville. I'm. I live now in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, we we kind of tend to hit in the offseason together. Obviously, this offseason has been a little bit uh, – we can't really do that. And uh, when he started talking about uh, bad companies, um, he mentioned you guys. And, I'm you know, I've always been uh, – um, I want to say like a, a bat hog. Like I've, I've always been like, hey, man. You know, whatever it is, whatever, the, you know, the luck of the bat is, I'll use it, man. And, uh, <laughs> so he had mentioned you guys, and um, I think it was um, middle middle of 2017. Um, we, um, I ended up meeting you guys in uh, in Boston, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's where it was. And you guys, we got, we got to know each other a little bit. I could tell right away you guys were a, a very family-oriented. You guys weren't one of those, like, you know – Hey, we got a lot of money going in. Let's get to, into this game. You guys were, you know, very young at the time and wanted to, you know, really get to know guys. And, you know, I felt that. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm in. And then, you know, as, as luck comes, you guys sent me <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the hardest bats I've ever used. And <laughs> I, I think it ended up being, um, I want to say like two weeks later, we we're playing Boston. And I'm like, you know what, man, let's, let's give it a whirl. And I think I ended up having one of my better games that year. I think I, I hit a, you know, I hit a home run and I was smoking the ball. I remember th thinking I missed hit a ball and, you know, it, it traveled really well. So I don't know if the luck was on both of our sides. <laughs> it was going out. Whatever it was, I was like, you know, as a ball player, we're, we're all, I think, this way. I was like, man, this this thing kind of works. So um, I started um, 
obviously, you know, getting to know you guys a little bit more. And um, I think at the end of 17 is when I kind of exclusive became just using you guys. Um, and again, we've been kind of getting to know each other a little bit more and we get to see each other a lot and, you know, we send each other texts. So it's been a, it's been a, a, a really awesome uh, experience and getting to know you guys. Yeah. You know what? It's funny is that uh, you know, I've never really told this story about <laughs> how I made it to, to meet you at Fenway. Uh, that one time. So I work a normal job and I finagled it where I had a, a business uh, proposal for, for consulting in Boston. And I said, hey, can you uh, schedule it for this day? This is the only day I can make it work. And it was a day for the game. I said, I also can only make it work at 830 in the morning because I have to be somewhere <laughs> later on. So then I, I think I crushed the uh, presentation and literally like I took an Uber straight to Fenway. I got there before the security guards were even there and uh, <laughs> kind of weaseled my way, you know, around and ended up waiting in the, in the, like that little waiting area at the clubhouse. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I was all, I was so nervous. I was like, do I pop in? Do I wait? And I was like, oh, let me wait a little bit. And then uh, that's where I saw Sandy. And, um, and then I asked him and he was like, yeah, Jan's here. Come, come talk to him. And, and I remember the, uh, that uh, BP, when you were hitting a home runs with the with mm -hmm. the uh, NC ninety one was the model, I remember yeah. all the like little details, man. I don't know. It's like no, those, those pivotal moments, you know. That was juiced. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Hey, good though. job. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. No, absolutely. And um, yeah, and G's been good to us, and and so have you. And and what was um, what would you say was like your if you if there could be one one bat that you loved since the time you've been working because i honestly never asked this question to a player yeah no yeah um so i remember us uh, in seeing well i've been we've ended up like you know growing together now and we've ended up doing my own model we've mm -hmm. kind of modified some stuff to you know i just used one same model but uh and it was it was the nc91 i still i mean i wish i i still have it here at the house and i remember you you know, a straight car salesman, man. You, you <laughs> sold the bat to me like it was. I was I was riding around in a Lamborghini. You're like, hey, this is the hardest bat we've ever made, and this is it. Like, give it a try. And I was like, all right, man. And I and I still I still have a cupboard. I, I think we talked about this every time I'm putting an order in. I'm like, hey, put in a couple NC91s. <laughs> do do some of this. I was like, in case things hit the fan, at least I'm still using Tater and I'm using the. Yeah, the Lamborghini of, of taters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And uh, so now obviously everybody's going to know you're a big leaguer, um, but not everybody knows like the, uh, the like the struggle from, you know, or, or the grind. And most people don't know, but Jan is like, you're the first Brazilian MLB player in the history of MLB. So uh, how, how did that, you know, this is something I always was wondering because Brazil's a big so soccer sport country right so how did how did you get into baseball and and how was that process like yeah um so i was um yeah i was born and raised in brazil i lived in a little city outside of sao paulo which you know it's kind of funny it's famously known more for uh neymar was born there and then moved you know me and him were no we, we didn't know each other at all um so yeah and then uh, um, i was around six seven years old my uh, my dad was a tennis coach you know, it, it's a, it's really bouncing around story. I, my dad's a tennis coach. My mom's a swim coach. I don't know if you put those two together, you get baseball. I don't know. <laughs> <It's> um, athletes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, 
so he was actually teaching uh, tennis lessons to, you know, the little small community coach of baseball in Brazil. Um, and they got to talking and said, hey, uh, we have a kid. Um, my dad never really thought anything about it. They met each other again at a supermarket or something like that. And uh, he's like, hey, man, like, bring your kid out. It's this weekend. You know, we do practices. And I remember um, it was kind of funny because I, I, for some reason, I don't remember to this day, like, I remember having no idea what to do. Um because we used to play like stickball, like in, yeah. in the streets. And, mm-hmm. you know, we used to do like kind of like cricket, you know, you put a little house and I would hit the ball and I'm like, all right, run. So I would like ran a third. Like it took a long time for me to realize that I had to run the other way. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, and it was one of those things. Uh, I was uh, it was very strange going through the, the elementary schools there because, you know, everyone's playing soccer. I mean, I still very much so enjoyed soccer, but I'm over there taking dry hacks and throwing and no one has any idea what I'm doing. But um, as I'm growing up, baseball became a passion um, as it has for many people. And when we moved to, to the U.S., I moved to Florida, uh, Miami. And uh, I mean, that's when kind of baseball took off. Um, I had a very good, uh, Brazil did a, a, a tremendous job with building the basics of baseball. And when I grew up playing um, in Miami, you know, I, I knew the basics of baseball and then it was just kind of like kids having fun. And fortunately enough for me, uh, I, I got some great opportunities to, you know, go to a good high school, going to college and then get drafted. What was that? Um, what was that point where you decided like, yeah, th- this is what I want to dedicate my life, you know, my life to or, or, or something like that. I mean, to be honest, man, I'm still kind of like in shock of where I am. To be like brutally honest, man. Uh, like I said, I mean, as much as I, uh, I played baseball and it was a passion of mine uh, in Brazil, I never had the. Um, I couldn't turn on the ESPN and watch major league games, so I, I, I like knew nothing about it. I just knew as much as I was playing in a, a little city in Brazil. Um, so even when I got to, to here. Uh, to the U.S., playing through middle school. And then when I got to high school, it was the first time that I actually saw, like, you know, I was extremely starstruck. I got to meet uh, – so my coach was um, – his one of his best friends was Shannon Stewart, who played left field for the Blue Jays um, and the Twins for a long time, played for the A's as well. And so I got to meet him, and instantly he became, you know, my favorite player. So <laughs> got to watch him, and that's kind of like how – I was like, oh, man, there's – I had no idea about the big leagues, man. And it really, still to this day, it's like high, uh, college, I think, was when I started getting talked about with baseball. And, I mean, baseball was taking me through, you know, I went from Brazil to Miami to Tennessee, you know, like. So I understood that baseball was doing that. So, I mean, yeah, I was taking it seriously, but I didn't know it was going to be my job yet until really I got drafted. And I was like, oh, man, they're giving me a paycheck now. <laughs> so, uh, that's so, awesome. yeah, I got to hang out with a lot of good guys and um, very fortunate. Some of the guys that I was working out with in Miami that really, like, mentored me. And, yeah, and then, you know, I, I started building a foundation of, like, my work ethic and to get to the – and fortunate enough, I ended up making it to the big leagues. So uh, the question I wanted to ask you is so far since, you know, with your whole playing career, and I've been asking this to a couple other guys that we had on, it was uh, – what's been your happiest moment in your baseball career, you know, from young age all the way to, to now, you know, is, is there a moment that really sticks out to you that you look back on and it was like, that was a great day. 
Yeah, there's, there's a, I can't single out one of them. There's a couple of them. Obviously, when I made my debut, um, I'm in Toronto, um, and I'm, you know, at the time, I was, I was like a super utility guy, and I'm running out there to third, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever stepped foot, first time I ever stepped foot in a big league stadium. So I'm looking up, and, you know, you're looking, oh, and there's a third deck now, and um, <laughs> there's a sign, packed. some, some, I wish I, I wish I would have like, you know, um, actually done more with this, but there was a sign of, uh, I don't even remember if it was a guy or a girl, but they're holding out welcome gomes with the Brazilian flags on it. And I was like, That's Oh awesome. man, like they, these people kind of know me. It was, it was insane. And, um, um, but then obviously, you know, going through, you know, some playoff experiences when I was in Cleveland with, with the Nats and the, um, Yes, winning the World Series was an amazing thing. Uh, once you start, you know, playing and getting into the playoffs and your kids, so I have three kids and they start getting a little bit older, you start realizing you're, you're, you're playing the game for a different reason. You're playing for them. You want them to, you know, really, uh, you know, see you out there and have a good time. And I remember, I still have a video of this. We are, we beat the Cardinals at home and we we're celebrating and my kids are like running at me, like they're super excited. They know we, they had an idea that we won in the, and getting to share that experience with them has definitely been the happiest moment of my career. That's awesome, man. That's, I love to hear it. It's got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah awesome. I mean, it's still to this day, I still look at the video and I'm like, I smile every time just seeing them enjoy it as much as I was. Yeah. It's just those genuine moments, right? That you kind of work for and you don't really expect them. I think those are the turning points. I didn't know you were a super utility, man. I I, I knew I'm that. Sure. I knew you played third base. I saw. I, I knew that. Yeah, yeah I knew uh, that. It, it was it was very weird. Very weird that that uh, that year because I was a catcher. Uh, I played a little bit of, of infield when I was in high school as well, and a little bit in college. And then I was I was kind of like logjam behind guys when I was in Toronto, so I kind of took it upon some of the coaches, and I'm like, hey man, like I can play different positions. Put me anywhere. And I started playing first, started playing third. And then it just happened that um, I was doing well in AAA that year. And something happened at the big league level. And I got called up as a third baseman. And I was like, the first two months of me playing third base in professional baseball. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. yeah. When did you start um, training catching? Did it, was, it, was it like high school, college when you started really becoming a catcher? Or? Um, so that, that's kind of a... It's kind of a funny question because, you know, actually having an answer for it, I think it's hilarious that when you started thinking that you were a catcher, uh, uh, one of my best friends when we were growing up in high school, he threw gas and no one could catch him. So it became to where when he pitched, I would catch him because I was able to, you know, we, we grew up together. We played catch, we threw bullpen, like did dumb things together. So I was like, I could catch you. And anytime I would throw, he would catch. So that's literally how I, became a catcher wow like because i could catch the guy that threw hard and then <laughs> as it went on i was a i was like a shortstop and um we had a, an older guy and then i had to kind of move around and then i started catching and yeah and i've always enjoyed playing a bunch of different positions and but probably should have stuck to catching a little earlier do you uh do you ever feel like uh those days like when you're you know because i because this is what i kind of think about when I'm doing tater is there's those days where you feel like you're sacrificing, but at the end of the day, you know, there's an end goal. 
you know, like whether it's when you were in college, because you, you know, you got to grind, right? Like the mm-hmm. workout days. And I know you, I, I don't think you have, from my, from my perception of you, I don't think you have an issue with, with being able to, to put in the work ethic. And, and cause I know, I know G has spoken very highly of you and, and you're not afraid to, to kind of work hard, but are there days that you kind of, they're a little tougher than others. And we, what do you think about to get through those days? Yeah. Um, so what I was saying, uh, um, very early on, I mean, I, I did not enjoy working out very much when I was like in high school. I mean, I didn't, I was just, we were just all playing out of talent. Um, got to college. We had to work out, you know, and there was those 6 a.m. workouts still thought that it was mainly like punishment. I didn't <laughs> know anything about it. You know, you're running at six o'clock in the morning you're, and then you're coming back and then working out. I'm like, cool, but man, I'm just here to play baseball. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's the wrong mentality. Obviously things have changed big time now, but then um, when I got drafted, I got uh, to go work out with a lot of um, big leaguers down in Miami. Uh, it's called South Miami sports performance. And these guys, um, there was a lot of big leaguers, and one of them, you know, I'm sure you guys know Alex Cora was there. Yeah. Um, we were we used to work out together. We, you know, we become we became good friends at the time, and um, I started seeing his work ethic and like his off season. And I was like, Raul Ibanez, Pablo uh, Polanco, Alexi Ramirez, like all of these like established big leaguers, and they were like, you know, working really hard. And that's and I knew that I, I'm like, I was way younger than all of them. And I knew I was like, man, I can keep up. I can actually push them because I started to realize that working out was a big thing. And it, and it kind of instilled in me, you know, little conversations that we used to have and, you know, just them taking me under their wing and like working me out and like understanding that this part is part of the job. Um, it kind of engraved in my head that, man, this is the, for some reason, I don't know how this turned around. I like this became the easy part. The, the working out, I started enjoying it a lot of more. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, I wasn't going to let this part be the one that held me back, you know? So mm-hmm. I started going absolutely nuts with working out and the off season and, you know, yeah, sure. Uh, hard work pays off. And um, it started showing when I was starting to play, I was way more, you know, you know, in shape and, and doing things. And my mentality started changing, which to now, um, I always instilled in my head that no matter where I'm doing, no matter what I'm doing, somebody else is trying to come get your job. You know, like yeah. that's kind of always, always been. And I wasn't going to like let someone else or anybody like outwork me. And that's kind of just the mentality, even though maybe they were, they were probably doing, you know, a thousand pushups and I was doing a hundred, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. Um, but in my mind, I was, you know, trying to always feel like somebody's chasing me and, you know, never, never settling on anything, which it's helped out and, many aspects of my game, my life and everything else. I love that. Cause I think we try to do the same at Tater just because being the, uh, the little guy, right. In the industry. So we've been trying to really set the standard for ourselves and we try to, you know, grind every day and, and the constant, uh, pursuit of making the best quality back and, and equipment. And you have another, do you have another question for you? It was funny that, that you brought up Alex because Alex has been one of those guys for us too. Cora, Freddie has a good relationship mm-hmm. with him. I guess you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that uh, so <laughs> I've actually, uh, the first time I went to bring him a fungo, believe it or not, was when he was uh, at Yankee Stadium. And I parked my car at Yankee Stadium before the game or whatever, uh, bought a, like a nosebleed ticket. 
got in early somehow and they were hitting uh infield outfield and i'm walking down i'm walking down and security guard just chasing me down running me down he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm here to bring a fungo to alex cora and he goes you don't know alex cora and i'm like yeah i, I definitely do and the way he wanted to vet it out was that i had to show alex cora's cell phone number on my phone and he needed to check it on his phone to make sure they were the same number and then that's how we, we I gave him the fungo, and uh, he's been a he's been a big tater guy for us, and 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 now the all the Red Sox and Ramon Vasquez as well all use the fungos, so it's like when you actually brought that up, I'm glad I said something because yeah. it makes like baseball a small world. Baseball is a crazy small world. Absolutely, and it's starting to sound like you know you've you've done some quite quirky things to get this company going. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious! Man. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. stuff. I would I I wait. I can't wait to hear like, oh yeah, and I got arrested doing this. <laughs> Just some kind of- you know, it's some kind of crazy story. There's, there's some stories that we can't tell. Yeah, for sure. like <laughs> the Cleveland story. The Cleveland story. I think was he was he on the I team. I think he was I, on the team at that time. There might have been a time where, in like around 2016, where I kind of made my way into this the uh, before we were certified, before a big league approved. Like so new to it, I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, yeah, I just brought a bunch of bats and I was practically throwing them on the field to see who would grab them <laughs> just during BP. <laughs> I didn't know the process, man. I didn't know, you know, any better. Uh, we didn't have any, you know, we didn't have anybody, no connections at the time. But um, speaking of uh, small, small world, have you ever felt like there's a moment where it was like, uh, I can't believe, you know, like baseball has kind of brought your community in terms of like, maybe you go somewhere because I know you've been to Cleveland, uh, Washington, and now in the Cubs. Yeah, Um yeah, I mean, you know, I've um, played for some um, some pretty special teams, some teams I've had, you know, or I haven't played for the Cubs yet, but but like from the Blue Jays to, and you get to meet a lot in Oakland and like you get to meet a lot of people on the way and which it, they become, you know, very special to you and in, in, in throughout your career and obviously through, you know, during the off season when you get to hang out. And, uh, but one of my favorite things is, um so we get to travel around a lot and, you know, you start getting to meet like, you know, baseball season is so long. And um, when I go into cities, I try to like kind of create some kind of like distraction, um, you know, go visit somebody, go, you know, meet people and um, not so much like in the game, but like sometimes away from the game. Um, and I've gotten to meet some like super unbelievable special people that now I call friends from, you know, guys with like the MLS soccer teams. Um, you know, we went to Denver, and I've gotten in contact with some people and got to meet some of them. Um, obviously, I don't know if you guys know, I'm a, a big UFC fan. Yeah, um, we were talking about and that. I, uh-huh. Yeah, and um, one of my really good friends is uh, Stephen from from Cleveland, and I just feel like baseball because there's so much love for this game, especially here in the U.S. That um, when you start getting to know guys and then they're like, Oh man, I love baseball too. You know, and then we start talking about it. And, and then that, like that relationship and, you know, little community forms. And uh, yeah, it's definitely um, thankful for the game because um, without, you know, these little ways of traveling and going to places and I would have never gotten to meet some of the, these people. That's awesome, man. And uh, I'm sure, I'm sure they're excited to go, you know, when they go watch your play and whatnot. And I'm, you know what's crazy is that when you brought up Oakland, I just remembered like, oh, you guys, you played with Marte, who was also 
yeah. another guy that yeah. reps Tater yeah. at, at the highest yeah. level. How was that? Because I've, yeah. I've actually was been meaning to ask. I actually never, I haven't asked him either. Mm-hmm. How was that when you guys like first met? Uh, that that was um, yeah. I'm trying to think like how to compare this to you know like, um, it's kind of like in a way being from the same country. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you, you, yep. even though we don't know each other, mm-hmm. we're like hey man, you're from this place, hey or whatever it is, and so you kind of like somewhat formed this bond and with him I was like hey man you swing tater <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> oh. and we always we always knew um whose bats they were like it was either you know his he's got a little bit of a thicker hand on the mine and um and i was like oh our bats were like next to each other and i knew exactly which one mine and yeah i think there ended up being um one other kid um vima machine uh, yeah. machine machine, yeah. machine that ended up having so that was cool, man. Like, um, and I know, especially the way you guys rep your brand, um, it's cool, man. Cause like everyone kind of, you know, personally knows you guys. So if I say, man, you know, Fargo's brothers, like they know who you guys are, you know, it's not like, Oh yeah, those guys from Tater. No, they, you know, a lot of these guys know you guys personally. So it's, um, you know, it's a, a big ups for the way you guys run your company. It has been, um, you know, to where you feel like you're part of a family and even then we're just swinging, you know, pieces of wood out there. And I know obviously they mean a lot more to you guys, but you guys have definitely um, formed this kind of a brotherhood and the family uh, with the bats. Yeah. I love the way you brought that up, man. How, cause we always wonder what the dynamic is like in the clubhouse when guys play together, because the big thing yeah. for us is community. You know, like we have the Tater family. It's something that my dad, my mom have instilled on us you know, as we continue to get bigger and tater and do more things, but at the same time, maintaining those core values and everyone is have a personal relationship with everyone, but everyone is together at the same time. So it was funny that you said like coming from the same country, because it happens at, at every level, you know, there's college guys that they come back in the off season. They're like, my roommate shows up to college first day and he's got a tater. And I'm like, <laughs> we're instantly <laughs> friends, you know, it's like that type of thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Though. I'm you. That's a word that I've never used before. Brotherhood. I think that's that's, yeah. a, that's a new one. I like that one a lot. It, and it's it kind of hits nail right on the head. But uh, I'm curious. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah, we're about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys, been, um, not really, man. I, um, if anything, it's not so much of a question, but just like a, a thank you to you guys. You guys have been uh, awesome. You know, from um, from companies, and I'm not trying to like bash any other company or anything because I don't think that's the way you guys do it either. But you know, you guys have been a, you know, you guys have been amazing, man. You guys have been doing a, a tremendous job in the game. And I kind of joke around with you guys like, Hey man, like don't get too big on me. <laughs> um, you know, it's a, it's a credit to, again, like, like you said, like how you guys have been raised and you know, the core values of uh, how you guys want to run this company. And there's a reason why, um, you know, guys enjoy, you know, using your bats and guys enjoy, you know, getting to know you and hanging out and somewhat, you know, like, commit to you guys man like uh, uh i know we've uh we've never had that like you know sit down talk sign a con- like conversation but i was like man i'm swinging your guys to bats and it's not because i mean it was i'll tell you it'll be honest, it was because i was you know doing well with your bats mm-hmm. but then it became because like man i like these guys man like i can i can call freddie and it's not like hey i'll see you i'll call you back in two weeks you know like you know some bigger companies are like that you know you can't blame them but you know you guys are um you know, really stick to your, to your core values. And, uh, you know, if anything, uh, um, you know, just stay that way. You guys are, you guys have, have been 
tremendous job in the, the way you guys have been running it. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. It. Yeah. yeah. That was something that one of our guys who worked with us, he was like, I want you to ask you on that question. And you, you pretty much answered it already. It was like, the season is long. You know, what's that commitment process like with bats? You know, obviously now things have changed where you've been with us for so long and you have a couple of different, you, you know, you've gone different models, different ways, stuff like that. But there's those days that you might feel stronger. You might feel not as, you know, into it that day. It's like we and we appreciate you being that guy who's using Tater every day because it's not easy. You know, some days you, you wake up, you're on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, and I'll be honest, that's how I, I kind of was before. I, I um, Immaturely, I was blaming the bat. It's, no, he's not the end, he's the arrow kind of thing. Like, you know, it wasn't me that was not getting hits was the bat. But then uh, it, it, it was kind of like a joke. But uh, once, you know, I was like, man, like, just, just stick to it. And not and it just happened that you guys, you know, like you said, like we, you guys came around and I, I started, you know, enjoying um, – using your bat but then you know yeah that that part yeah it's part of part of the game but then um you know freddie and i have had conversations of him sending me like a heavier bat or sending me like hey this week or yep. this order like send me some 34 31s just so i can like have them around and, and it has never become an issue you know Freddie's like hey dude they're on the way <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. next week <laughs> yeah, no you know problem. it's and it's always been super cool like that and um but it, it you know it's it, it truly has been, man, and I've been super blessed to have gotten to know you guys because you guys have been, you know, super cool with me, and I've never had to worry about, oh, man, hey, Freddie, send me so-and-so's bad order, and I'm not, you know, getting my, you know, it's yeah, it's been really cool, man. You guys have, uh, and we've had that relationship to almost, Freddie just kind of makes his own bats and sends it to me. You know? <laughs> hey, you're going you're gonna to like this now. Yeah. <laughs> this is you. This is you for this year. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, now you you say that. I remember when we went to Pittsburgh to bring you your player's weekend bat, and you were like, yo, this is so nice. I'm not going to use it. And in my head, I was like, no, you got to no, use no, it. No, no, you have to. That's actually kind of a funny story because uh, I actually have it here in my basement. Because um, So there was a, a really cool one because I had like the Brazilian flag on it. And uh, I think we were in Kansas City when I was the player's weekend. Or maybe this might have been like on one another year. And I was like hitting it and I usually first had that and I popped up. <laughs> I was like, dang it, man. Like, I gotta use it again because I gotta get a hit with this thing. <laughs> so then I use it again and I got a hit. And I was like, I told the guys, I'm like, hey, hey, oh stamp this bat and get it out of here. I was <laughs> like, this thing is like, I don't know what to mess this up or break it. <laughs> yeah, no, we did that. I think the first one was a full Brazilian flag. And then the other one we did when you were playing the with Nats, the Nats. Yeah. We did like a, yeah. a Statue no, that, of Liberty, right? No, it was no, the, the Capitol, Capitol building. Capitol building with the flag. That'll be, be a different place, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, who knows? You never know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, but it's been great, man. Thank you. Again, thank you guys for having me, man. You guys have been awesome. Um, I enjoy the conversations that we had, the, you know, following you guys on Instagram and all the things that you guys do. You guys are doing a tremendous job. Yeah, thank you for uh, joining us, man. I appreciate you and... Uh, Hope you have a good rest of your week. Yeah, it's and a pleasure, man. We'll see you in spring training. Yeah, and enjoy the, yeah, uh, the, I, the family time before it starts. I know. Hopefully it starts soon, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, thank you guys again, man. You guys have been awesome. No problem, man. Take care. Have a good one. Appreciate All it. Right. See Bye -bye. you guys. Peace.